0: I'm so excited to be sharing the word with you today. And, um, you know, I think we can all agree, we've all heard it many, many times, that, um, you know, 2020 has been a great year, but also a bit of a challenging year. And I think maybe a few of us or a lot of us may have been really quick to say, all right, it's the end of 2020, now it's 2021, new year, new me. Um, And I think that's a good sentiment. I think it's great. However, I know that uh, the ticking of the clock doesn't create new life in me. Uh, the change from one day to a next doesn't produce a change in me. Actually, we know what the Word of God says. We know that it's by the renewing of our minds that we are transformed. So maybe this year for 2021, instead of new year, new me, we might be able to confess new mind, new me. And that in this year, no matter what is going on, no matter what seasons we go through or what obstacles or challenges we might face, no matter what successes we might achieve, that we understand that transformation doesn't happen externally. It doesn't start externally. Actually, it starts from the renewing of our mind. So say it with me, new mind, new me. One more time, new mind, new me. Now, I had a great 2020, um, and i'm actually really excited about 2021 i believe that this year uh, that that this year really will be marked by the supernatural by miracles by heaven just interrupting so many of our lives our communities our families with the supernatural power of god God. And so if you need God to move in your life this year or in your workplace, um, in, in your nation, then can you believe with me that 2021 really will be a year of the supernatural? And I say this because I believe that actually in in last year, in our previous year, that God has given us the seeds of the supernatural. And that's actually the title of my message today, the title of my encouragement today is the seeds of the supernatural, because I believe if we can be faithful with the seeds of the supernatural that we have gained in 2020, we're actually going to be able to step into the miraculous a powerful, miracle-working power of God. And so today, I want us to lean into the Word of God as we talk about, as we go through Matthew 14. You can turn in your Bibles right now. Um, as, as we talk through this incredible story where there were many limitations, uh, there were lots of restrictions. However, there was a miraculous multiplication. There was the supernatural that was at work. And aren't we thankful? Aren't we glad that our God is able to work far beyond any sort of external opposition or external limitation? So let's go together. Today, we're going to look through three things when it comes to the seeds of the supernatural. And we're going to start in Matthew 14. In verse 13, it says this, When Jesus heard it, he departed from there by boat to a deserted place by himself. But when the multitudes heard it, they followed him on foot from the cities. And when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion for them. He healed their sick. When it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, This is a deserted place. And the hour is already late. Send the multitudes away that they may go into the villages and buy themselves food. But Jesus said to them, They don't need to go away. You give them something to eat. And I love that. I love that. Come on. um, There's all of these people there who are leaning into what Jesus is saying and doing. But the hour is late. People are tired. People are hungry. People need to go and eat. And so logically, the disciples say, come on, let's send them away so they can have something to eat. But Jesus says, "Why, why would we do that? He says, They don't need to go away. You give them something to eat. And I love that. Sometimes logically in a situation that we might be in, we think actually logically, I just need to do this, this, and this. But sometimes Jesus is standing right there and he's saying, you know, there is the logical, but also there's the miraculous, there's the supernatural, and you don't need to move anywhere. It's right there where you're standing. And I believe it. No matter how 2020 went, in 2021, the seeds of the supernatural, your miracle is right where you are standing. You don't need to go far to try and find it, but right where you are right now, the seeds of the miracle are there. So the story carries on um, and they, the disciples, said to Jesus, we here have only five loaves and two fish. He said, bring them here to me. And then he commanded the multitudes to sit down on the grass. He took the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke and gave the loaves to the disciples and the disciples gave to the multitudes. So they all ate. And they were filled, and they took up 12 baskets full of the fragments that remained. In verse 21, now those who had eaten were about 5,000 men, besides women and children. What an incredible miracle! If you're taking notes today, the first thing I, uh, the first point I want to say today, in terms of the seeds of the supernatural, the first point is this point one, seeds are small. Seeds are small. They're so small, you can almost discount them. Seeds are so small that when you look at them, you think, well, there's nothing super fantastic about them. There's nothing wow about a seed. You don't look at a seed usually and and just be blown away and wonder at this incredible thing. Well, no, not usually. Actually, seeds are small. And because they're small, unless you're intentional, unless there's a purpose for what you want to do with the seed, actually, it's quite easy to lose it. It's quite easy to lose a seed because it's so small. But if we are unintentionally uh, walking our faith out and we lose a seed, it's not just the seed that we lose. Actually, we lose all the potential that comes with the seed. If we go back to verse 21 in the scripture, it says this, Now those who had eaten were about 5,000 men besides women and children. Now I just want us to stay on that for a little while. There were 5,000 men besides women and children and there were five loaves and there were two fish. Now in John's reading or uh, in in, in John's writing of the gospel of this uh, story, we know that the five loaves and the two fish actually came from a child. It came from a child. And when we read the scripture, it says that there were 5,000 men not counting besides women and children. And actually, we see here that the miracle came from a child who was not counted. We, the miracle, the seeds of the supernatural, the five loaves and the two fish, it came from a child who was discounted. It came from a place where people thought, oh, actually, does does this person matter? Does this thing matter? Probably not. And I think sometimes we can be tempted to look at 2020 like that. Does it, Did 2020 really matter? Did I really learn anything? It was really difficult. Actually, I didn't grow so much. There was only a little bit of growth and my finances, they, they I, I didn't save as much or I didn't get rid of as much debt as I hoped I would. There's only just a small increase in savings or a small decrease. But can I say this, small things matter. Seeds are small, but seeds are powerful. And if we don't recognize what we have, it cannot be multiplied. And I want to say that again, if we don't recognize the incredible thing that we have in our hands, we are in danger of losing it or we're in danger of not seeing the multiplication that we really desire. Because God will often use things that are discounted. We know this, right? God will often use people who are discounted. We know that David was discounted time and time again by his siblings, yet he was used by God and anointed as king. We know that Joseph was. Uh, discounted by his brothers, he was discredited by his boss, and he was disqualified by his stint in prison, yet God raised him to be in charge of the ancient superpower of the time and to lead nations through a world crisis. Come on, this is what God does with things that people say don't count. And maybe you're saying to yourself, well, no, actually it— How can I be counted in in the miraculous work of God? I want to say today, of course you can. God does that. God will often call us into something so much larger than we actually are. God will call you victorious while you might be defeated or feel defeated. God will call you healed while you are still feeling ill. God will call you a king or a queen while you're still a kid. This is what God does. He calls us and He says, no, that counts. No, you count. No, you're you're past doesn't disqualify you. No, it counts. You count. And in 2021, you may feel like I only have a small amount of energy, a small amount of faith, a small amount of creativity. I only have a small amount of resource, but I want to say that counts. It counts. And God values that. And actually what we do as followers of God, is we are faithful with the small things that God has given us. And our responsibility is to do what this boy did in John and simply give to Jesus the small that we have. We give to Jesus every day, just as David did, just as Joseph would have done, just the small that we have, the small amount of emotional energy or the small amount of faith or the small amount of of creativity or the small amount of risk that we might have in us. But if we offer Jesus the small, he takes it and he turns the small into the supernatural. We know this and we hear this all the time in church. If we're faithful with the little, then uh, we will be faithful with the much. And we, we, we all desire greatness in our lives. But can I say this, that greatness comes often when we're first able to maximize the smallness that God has given us. So if you feel like you only have something small, don't despise it but today surrender it to God and see what he can do supernaturally with it. So that first point is that seeds are small. The second point of the seeds of the supernatural this morning is that seeds take time. It takes time. You don't just plant a seed in the ground and then an hour later you have a full-blown tree. That's just not how it works. We all know this, that it takes time for a seed to grow and become, uh, 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 use all of the potential that it, it, it should use. Uh, and I'm gonna go to Luke in chapter nine, verses 14 and 15. Same story, but a different writing in, in, chapter, in Luke chapter nine. Verse 14 says this: For there were about 5,000 men there. Jesus replied, Tell them to sit down in groups of about 50 each. So all the people sat down. Now I chuckle a little bit because I think. 5,000 people, that's a lot of people. Actually, most biblical scholars will say if if they'd actually counted the women and children, there's probably closer to 10, if not 15,000 people who are sitting there. Now, follow me on this logic. If there's 15,000 people sitting there, how long does it take for that group of 15,000 people to sit down and organize themselves into groups of 50? There's no direct messaging system. There's no Facebook group that they're all gonna be a part of that someone can organize an Excel document and send out on Microsoft Teams. There's no um, PA system. There's no tagging system. There's no QR codes. There's none of that. There's just 10,000 or 15,000 very hungry, very tired people. And Jesus says, organize them all to sit in groups of 50 and then sit down that is going to take some time. And I think when something takes time, you can normally be okay with that. Um, If you exercise a little bit of patience, But to add insult to injury, remember, they're already tired. They're already hungry. They're probably already frustrated, maybe even a little dehydrated from the heat of the day. And now Jesus is telling me, I've got to find a group of 50 and count, and then I've got to sit down till the rest of these 15,000 people get themselves organised. I can hear myself, if not what maybe you would do in that situation, I might complain just a little bit but here's the thing I think sometimes we forget or we think that the supernatural should be instant but here in this in this story where Jesus exercises and moves in the supernatural we see actually that the supernatural takes time. And actually, sometimes it takes time for us to have an inner structure that's going to be able to receive the magnitude of the blessing that God has for us in 2021. Actually, it's going to take time for inner structures within us to shift and change, for patience to be increased, for impatience to be decreased, for obedience to be increased, and maybe for Uh, a a, a childish faith also to be increased. Maybe there are some structures in your life that aren't as generous as they need to be. Maybe there are some inner structures in our emotional makeup that are... immature and they need to be matured. But the goodness of Jesus is that He takes the time required for us to develop inwardly, for us to shift structure inwardly so that we can receive all that He's got for us. Come on, we all want to multiply. We all want to see the supernatural. We all want to see the good things of the kingdom of heaven be established here on earth. But there's actually a part that we've got to play where we allow the Spirit of God to change our inner structure so we can hold the incredible blessing that He's got for us. Point number two today is that seeds take time. Come on, perhaps even as I've been speaking, you know there's something in your inner structure that needs to shift. And maybe you spent a little bit of 2020 sitting there going, come on Jesus, I'm already in my group of 50, I'm ready, can you just bless me? But actually, there's, a, there's, there's so many people around you in your community, in your city, in your school, in your family, in your town, in your nation. And there's a restructuring going on. Come on, I can feel it. I can sense it in my spirit that there's a restructuring that Jesus is bringing to his people, to his church. And as we move in obedience and in surrender, I believe in 2021, we're going to see the multiplication, blessing of God, in our lives. And I love the, um, the Hillsong song, the lyrics of the song that says this, while I'm waiting, I'm not waiting. I know heaven lives in me. And that's in my heart for this year. While I'm waiting, for this blessing to come. While I'm waiting for this breakthrough to happen, I'm not just gonna stand around like a petulant child and stamp my feet and say that Jesus needs to move because I said so. No, while I'm waiting, I'm not waiting. While I'm waiting, I'm gonna develop a praise in me that isn't uh, contingent on the situation around me. No, while I'm waiting, I'm gonna develop a generosity in me while everyone around me is wanting to hold back or be stingy. No, while I'm waiting, I'm developing a surrender in me that against all of my defaults, that wants to just take take my life back from Jesus. No, I'm developing a surrender, a worship in me that says my life is yours, God. All I have is yours, all I own is yours because that kind of structure, that's the structure that heaven can partner with. I believe that kind of structure in you and I is where supernatural blessing can come. And so in 2021, can I encourage you, don't grow weary in the waiting, but in the waiting, wait on the Lord. Allow him to shift things on the inside of you. Forgive where you need to forgive. Initiate where you need to initiate. Step forward in faith where you haven't before. Rest where you need to rest. Give where perhaps you may have wanted to hold back. But in Jesus' name, I just I just pray and just declare right now, Father, where people have been weary in the waiting, Just right now in this moment, Lord, bring a refreshing. A refreshing not just of emotion, not just of the mind, God, but bring a refreshing of sight, Lord, that even though... The wait is long that they can see you working in the situation. They can see your love flowing through the situation. They can see your grace in every challenge. Lord, seeds take time. And we, we just choose right now as a people of faith not to despise the time that we are waiting, but instead to invest it into you. In Jesus' name. Come on, I pray you're refreshed. Today, as you wait, and lastly, um, seeds they are small, seeds take time, and lastly, seeds look insufficient. seeds in and of themselves, they look like they 're not going to do the job. When I see a seed, I think that 's not going to fill me up what i don't what I may not realize or what we may not realize is actually inside the seeds has the ability to fill us up for a lifetime. In verse 19 of Matthew chapter 14 it says this, then Jesus commanded the multitudes to sit down on the grass and he took he took five loaves and two fish and and looking up to heaven he blessed it. And I want to just say this today, I'm not a mathematician, but here's what I know, Five loaves and two fish is not enough for 5,000 men, let alone an additional 10,000 for women and children. Five loaves and two fish is not enough. Five loaves and two fish is insufficient. But Jesus took what was insufficient and he blessed it. And I wanna say in terms of the seeds of the supernatural, we've gotta understand that for the human eye, it looks insufficient. However, until we can be thankful grateful even for what perhaps is insufficient then it cannot be multiplied into something that can be more so i may not be uh, i may not be in the job i expected i may not have the parenting experience that i expected this isn't the house i expected this isn't the marriage i expected but i lift it up to you god come on that is our confession this may not be what i expected this may may be insufficient. These things uh, that, that are going on around me, come on, I didn't expect to lose my job in 2020. I didn't expect my career to be halted in 2020. But if we can take those things that seem insufficient, we might find that the seeds of the supernatural are right in there. And the way to do that is just as Jesus did, he took what was insufficient and he blessed it. So whatever those experiences may be for you, can I encourage you today, lift it up to God and bless it. Jesus took it and Jesus blessed it. Uh, When I think of uh, one of my favourite stories, which is in 2 Kings of Elisha and the widow, it's a curious story, right? Because the widow is Desperate, she's got nothing left, and she's about to, her and her sons die because they are starving, <clears throat> and they've only got one jar of oil left. And the prophet says to this widow, uh, Go and knock on your neighbor's doors, knock on the doors and ask for empty jars. And I look at that and I think, oh, That's a bit curious. Wouldn't it make more sense to knock on your neighbors' doors and ask for full jars of oil? Wouldn't that be better? But no, that's not how God works. God says, no, no, knock on the doors and get as many empty vessels as you can find. Knock on as many doors as possible and find as much insufficient vessels and take it because with insufficiency, God can fill it with His sufficiency. Paul puts it like this, when I am weak, then He he is strong. God does so much with the things that we would consider insufficient. So Jesus blessed it and then he broke it. And when he broke it, that's where we lose count. When Jesus broke the bread and he broke the food, that's where it multiplied. And I, I'll say this, um, that, that, which, that which refuses to be broken, refuses to be blessed. When Jesus broke it, that's when the blessing came. I would say this, some of the greatest blessing in my life has come from my greatest breakings. And maybe in 2020, you felt like it was your greatest breaking yet. Yet. But I just sense right now, the Spirit of God is just speaking right now to encourage your heart and say, from that breaking will come the greatest blessing. If we continue to surrender that to Jesus and give it to Him, I think of the words Jesus spoke, the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, and how He described blessing, how He described people who were blessed. He said this, Blessed are those who are poor, insufficient, not enough. Blessed are those who, are more, who mourn, have loss, are grieving. Blessed are those who are humbled, who hunger and thirst for justice. Come on, I read that and I think if you hunger and thirst for justice, then there is injustice all around you. Blessed are those who are merciful, When I think of someone who needs to be merciful, it means that they have been offended, they have been betrayed, they have been attacked and so they offer mercy. Blessed are those who are poor, blessed are those who work for peace, blessed are those who are persecuted. Jesus says blessed are those who in the journey of life have gone through a breaking for theirs is the kingdom of God and I want to encourage us Let us not hide our breaking. Let us not feel like we need to hide that from Jesus, hide that from our loved ones, hide that from the Spirit of God, because as we surrender it to Him, from that place comes our greatest blessing. And so right now, I just want to finish perhaps by praying for those of you who Maybe you did have a really hard 2020 or maybe the start to 2021 has been difficult or just in you, you just feel like, man, all I have is empty vessels. All I have is not enough. I look at what I have, it's not enough. Not I don't have enough faith. I don't know if I have enough energy for 2020. I don't know if I have enough creativity in me for 2020. I don't know how much energy I have to apply for more jobs for 2020. But can I man, even there's a joy that's rising in me right now because I think, man, God works with that, with that insufficiency, with what we think is not enough, with that seeming lack. And so I'm gonna pray for you right now. Father, I pray that. That a joy unspeakable will begin to rise in people who have labeled things in their life insufficient or not enough. And I pray right now that as they begin to realise, wait, Jesus uses what is not enough. Jesus blesses what is not enough. Jesus can multiply what is not enough and enjoy, surrender what we have to You. And Father, I pray as those not enoughs, those insufficiencies are surrendered to You today. I pray, God, that there would be a lightness in people's spirit and a courage in people's spirit to say, this may be all I have, but what I have, I give to you, Lord. Use it for your glory. And so I pray, God, as people understand the power of the small, the power of surrendering the insufficient and the power of staying steady while we're waiting for our miracle, that in those things, we will see the flourishment of the multiplication miracle and the supernatural. We thank you for your faithfulness, Jesus. We thank you for your kindness. In your name we pray a